1: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports.
2: The bases are loaded. This
1: is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com.
2: He hits one deep to left field. That's a grand slam for
1: Yadier Molina.
2: With special reports from Cardinal's Camp and the TRQ's Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, great to be with you guys. We have uh, about twenty minutes of Sports Open Line. Uh, game started a little late. The pregame ceremonies were long, as as expected, but game was set to be three fifteen. Joe Pot, by the way, hanging out. Uh, Kevin Wheeler, with you here, we're both over in the Bush Stadium studio, just behind the green seats. So I don't know about you. you, What do you think? After this, we're done. We we'll
1: just go run the bases for a little bit. I'm ready. Let's go. You think they'll kick us Without off? Without I'm sure that nobody would mind that at all. Especially <laughs> considering, I mean, we're the not night. wearing cleats. It only rained room. for that whole ninth inning. Oh, that's so true. I don't, I don't that's think. true. Well, we'll stay away from the mound. We could do. Maybe we could just do tarp slides. Oh, if it's out there, that's right. I dare you. No. <laughs> five hundred bucks. <laughs> Man, that's I would do it for five hundred bucks. Right? I, mean, I
2: I probably would legit do that for five hundred bucks. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll hang out here for about twenty minutes. Thanks for hanging out. And oh, my pleasure. My goodness, and uh, we'll uh, have these games coming up on Saturday and Sunday. now that we're out of Cardinals official programming and all that, because um, you know, look, there are a lot, there are a lot of things we can get into for tonight's game. I think we covered those really well during uh, the last, you know, forty-five minutes to an hour or so. But Nothing went wrong for the Cardinals. Wayno was Waino. Bullpen did its job. They caught everything they were supposed to catch. Uh, three bombs. Uh, drew seven walks in the game. So eight hits and seven walks. Uh, really, the only thing that didn't happen is you didn't get anything really out of uh, Pujols, DeYoung, and Yachty. Like those three guys were 0 for combined. I think it was like 0 for 12 combined. But everybody else hit. And Pools hit a couple balls he did. hard. He I did. don't feel like that. No, that... he hit the one fly out was pretty deep. The line drive in the in For the sure. eighth inning, so wasn't totally bad. Yadi Yadi didn't swing the bat great today, but again, not really going to worry about that. He did throw out a base runner, and you know we all know that that's his bigger priority. Yep. Pretty much every day is to play defense. So he did a good job with that. Not much to complain about here. I think a lot to like,
1: but here is the big but: um, it's the Pirates. Yeah, and if and you are the horrible. Pirates, my goodness, it's they're horrible. The, the, it, it is the exact opposite, right? Everything that could go wrong today went wrong today for the Pirates. I mean, oh yeah, they yeah. kicked it around. You've got two guys who have to leave with injury.
2: Yeah, how about My, that? You know, you got yeah, Key Brian Hayes getting the biggest contract in Pirates <laughs> history today. Eight
1: and literally, years. we get we get news of it during BP.
2: That, eight that, years, seventy million dollars, and in the bottom of the first inning, he comes out of the game with an injury. Now they're saying it was cramping in his left forearm. He had a left wrist injury last year. It kept him on the injured list for a long time. So I'm I'm sure they're all hoping... They probably pulled him because they were worried about that and they wanted to check it out. I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup this weekend or not, but, man, that's just pirate luck right there. I mean, and look, they're not bad because of bad luck. I mean, they're, they're bad because their owner pockets cash instead of spending it, and I'm sorry if... if yeah, I feel terrible if there are like pirates people walking to the hotel or whatever, and they're like hey, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but, but they you know it. What, you probably agree they with me. know. Correct. Unless it's Bob That's Nutting, who's the owner, he would be mad at me. I think everybody else would be like, "Well, you know, yeah."
1: Dwayne Underwood, one of their you know oft-used reliever, right yeah. relievers, goes out with a hamstring. You could see it in the pitch he threw. You could see him come up. I mean, it was it was literally the opposite kind of day if if you're Pittsburgh, if you're if you're a Pittsburgh fan, if you're a, a Pittsburgh player, but. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. All right. So
2: we're done with that. I just wanted to point. We, we all because you know how it's going to be. They're going to be like, well, yeah, what do you expect against the Pirates? I, we all know that. But we can only talk about what we saw and we can only put things into the context of what we have. We don't have a hundred other games to evaluate. We have one. And it went exactly what you, the way you would want it to against a team that's not very good. You did your work. You got ahead early. You held them in check. You add it on top of it later. You hit the ball over the fence. You put on a great show for your fans. Like that, it doesn't get a lot better than that for an opening day unless it was a more competitive team that you did that to. But you can't control the schedule. So just wanted to get that out there so nobody's on, you know, texting me or tweeting me like, well, why are you making such a big deal <laughs> of it? Come on, dude. Can you just give us a day? It's opening day. We can have fun with that and enjoy it. Now, I didn't see this before. Um, I just saw this to just now actually popped up on my phone and I want to make sure that I read this correctly. Um, all right. So here's this, I want to read this This is from MLB.com and it said Wainwright, who's making his sixth career opening day start a franchise mode, seventh home opening start, uh, six scoreless innings, uh, the 40 year old allowed just five hits striking out six long, just one run. And I want to say that the stat that they threw in there was, oh, here's, here's what irritates me. This thing had a it had a headline that said the stat, but then the story doesn't have the stat in there. Um, so I got a notification that said this, but then when I click on the story to have it, but I think it I, was, got it. I got the it. I got it. He's the oldest. Actually. He's the only player
1: fifth pitcher 40 in history. Older. Oh, fifth. Okay, at least forty years old to throw six plus shutout. It be, only because you said it was from MLB. I, I was probably in my notification. So yeah. sixth, uh, fifth pitcher in history to throw at least six plus. Shutout out out innings on opening, on day. opening day.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're going to get a lot of those for wayno You know, when you're 40, not a lot of great stuff yeah, tends right. to happen. And when it did, it was like 70 years ago. <laughs> you know, it was like Boots Johnson or somebody like you've never heard of before. <laughs> no, that's not true. It would be guys that you'd heard of before because they're probably Hall of Famers. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be. Boots
1: was close. Oh, he, he was a bad he man. He was really close. Yeah, right. he
2: was a bad, as opposed to Bootsy Collins, which is a different person. <laughs> not at all the same thing. Uh, but again, for today, would you agree? This
1: is—I mean, this is what you hope for. You're playing a weaker opponent. You did—you took care of your business. Because the other side of that is that—that you—that something does go wrong, right? And then it's then it's end of the world type stuff. Oh my gosh, how could this happen? <laughs> how how could this happen against Pittsburgh Pirates? Pirates? That's exactly right. So yes, I think that this exi- is exactly what you want for a manager making his debut and uh, and a home season and the baseball back and full force and a full capacity stadium and all the above.
2: All right. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll come back and talk a bit more about the weekend. Um, You know, what do we expect from Miles Michaelis? I think this is a big year for Miles. Uh, Not necessarily for him. I mean, he's got his contract. He's here for a couple more years. But it's a big year for him because the team needs him. They're going to really need him. They're going to need Dakota Hudson, you know, who's going next week. But you got Tyler, you got Steven Matz going on Sunday. Actually, you're going to need all three of those guys. So let's talk about them. on Sports Open Line on KMOX. Just a little shorty here to wrap things up from Bush Stadium tonight. Joe Pot, Kevin Wheeler hanging out with you here. Joe will have uh, the pre and the post games for you coming up Saturday and Sunday. Of course, these two teams will meet again for both of those days. And uh, Joe, I teased this uh, going into the break, but I mean, you know, not not that these particular starts are that big of a deal for Miles uh, or for Stephen Mats or for Dakota Hudson when he starts the fourth game of the season next week, but they're really going to need those guys. I mean, When we look at what went wrong last year, to me, the biggest thing that went wrong was the rotation falling apart. Amen. Right? They had the
1: injury. The minute that Jack Flaherty went out, you realized.
2: But it started before that, right? I mean, we knew that that (coughs) Hudson was going to be out. I don't really count that. Like, everybody knew he wasn't coming back till September if he came back at all last year. But Miles having the setback in the spring, you know, you thought that he was going to be okay to start the year, and then you didn't even have
1: him until and then. He made then he made his debut and pitched three innings and left and then again was gone for another again. month. So he yeah, was basically back in
2: what August? Yeah, the end of August. Yeah, I think. yeah. So you know, you, you had yet you didn't know that you were going to miss him coming into the year, but you ended up losing him during spring and then really didn't have him. Uh, and then of course, Carlos between being hurt and terrible didn't help you. Uh, KK was he was okay at times, but. He wasn't getting deep into games, and he was hurt all the time. I mean, again, he missed half the season as well. And Jack Flaherty going down, uh, what was that, June when he went down? Like June, June 1st, like early right? June. He was, yeah, he in was L.A. was one or
1: something yeah. like that.
2: He was having an all-star season. He goes down, and then guys like Gant and Ponce de Leon, they just couldn't do the job. Oviedo wasn't ready to do the job. They just couldn't throw enough strikes. So what you ended up having were a lot of games where they were pitching three or four innings, which meant the bullpen was just getting ruined. Like you couldn't, you know, they were holding up, but eventually they paid the price for it. Until Wade LeBlanc came in and stabilized a little bit, and then Lester and Hap came in and then stabilized. Well, I think they need to be stable from the beginning this year, which is why I think these three guys, Michaelis, Hudson, and Mats, are really important for this year. Even if it's just, even if they're just okay, go get six innings, because I think then that makes the bullpen. And in an April, okay, five innings, you got thirteen dudes. Uh, I'm sorry, you got 15 dudes on the pitching staff. So you can be a little bit early in the game coming out in this month. But by May, you need to be getting innings from those guys.
1: You're 100% correct, and and it's it's one of those things that may, it, it doesn't necessarily show up until mid-August, right? Maybe it doesn't show, maybe you don't see the advantage of that until you get after the All-Star break. And then you realize, man, a couple of innings that I saved in April from the bullpen now is coming back, and I don't have a guy that is you know, having arm fatigue, and he's going to have to be down for a week or he's going to have to be down for a couple of days. So I, I think you're exactly right. That's, that's what I said last year. I, I was on the air, I think, on trade deadline day when they got happened, they got Lester, and I said, here's the thing, that you're going you're to send Oviedo out, you're going to send Woodford out, they're going to go develop as they should develop, and you've got two guys that you know are going to answer the bell yeah, every time. Yeah.
2: And I think this year they made those moves preemptively. Because to me, the equivalents to Lester and Happ are Verhagen and Brooks, strike throwers, veteran strike holders. Now, neither of them have the careers that Lester and Happ had. Uh, but the advantage is you have them now. So they can be in your bullpen now. They can be guys that are multi-inning relievers. Hell, who knows, man? I mean, you know, Jordan Hicks is the fifth starter right now. Um, but those guys are going to be worked heavy on those days. I mean, we, you know, we talked, well, somebody to, has to piggyback, right? Yeah. We talked to Mo about this today. Look, he's not a starter, like a true starter. You know, the, the hope is essentially, and I, I'm, I'm the one saying these words, the team didn't, but talked to Mike Gersh today and John Moselock, and they didn't say these exact words, but it sounds to me like, okay, let's get him through a time through the order. Yeah. You know, they, they you know, they're not planning on him being a traditional starter, his job is to get you off to a good start. And the idea behind it is he works regularly rather than irregularly. If you're in the pen, you could work today, maybe not. You could work on Saturday, maybe not. You could work Saturday and Sunday back to back. And and it's also in a way where you got to get ready fast. You're not what might work best for him this year just to get back is the regularity of working every fifth day, but in his case He's essentially an opener. They don't want to call it that. I don't think it's going to be a pure opener like Tampa will be, like one got one inning, and then you bring in your innings dude or whatever. But like that's what Verhagen and Brooks can be. They can be your innings guys if, if if you know Hicks can go up there against the better guys in a lineup and let's say get the first two innings. Hell, if he could get through the order once, that would be great, without a doubt. Right. But the point here is that you know it's more about maintaining his consistency of work
1: than it is asking him to do more than he's capable of. For sure, because even in between starts, right, you've got your side day, whatever, you know, in two days you're going to throw a side, and that in two could more days his you're going to all of that. Yeah. I, you're exactly right. And especially coming off of the injury, just working back to to full strength, so whatever he can become, this is this is to sort of help assure that you get there.
2: And it's a way to try to make sure you're getting something of value from him. Yeah. Because, again, in a traditional bullpen sense, he would be great you know the guy that comes in and throws 104 or whatever but that guy might not be able to stay healthy doing it the way that a reliever has to live their life some guys are built for that some guys are not and we'll see you know i mean like mo was like well we're not going to ask him to throw 100 pitches you know like it they're not calling it an opener but he's basically an opener or maybe we'll call him a super opener so instead of an inning it's it's you know two or three innings depending on how many pitches and the one thing that that mo said today to pay attention to is the difficult innings. So if he goes out there in the first inning and throws 30 pitches, he's probably done. Right. But, you know, what people, what we what we understand very well about pitching now is the da- the most damaging innings are the tough innings. So throwing 50 pitches in two innings is a lot worse than throwing 70 pitches in five innings. Right. Because it's the, and, and think of it in your own life, right? Let's say you're working out, right? Is it easier to do... 100 pounds on the bench press, I picked an easy number for everybody so they can kind of do it 100 100, 100 pounds on the bench 60 times in a row without stopping, or is it easier to do 60 of them spread out over a half hour? Because that's kind of how workloads work for pitchers. So when you have a heavy inning, it wears on you more than it just, think of a sprint. Like, Joe, if I were to, like we were talking about running on the field here, like if I were to say that the two of us need to run 10 100-meter sprints, one of them we have to do it all in five minutes, and another one we get to do it in a half hour. Which one's easier? Yeah. The, the rest, it's
1: all about one the of rest. them I could complete, one of them I probably could not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but again, bringing it back to the original point that that we were talking about, because you have the history that we did last year, and because you have Hicks as the fifth starter now being used in that way, it's going to be a really big year for Michaelis, Mats, and Hudson and in particular for Michaelis and Hudson to me, because they have a chance, they have the capability of being higher-end starters. I think Steven Matz is a fourth starter. I think Michaelis and Hudson can both be a two. Oh, sure. And if they're both a two or even a three this year,
1: instead of 90 wins, you might be 95, which is where you want to be. Without a doubt. No, then you're you're talking about challenging for the division. That's it. As opposed to sitting in one of those wild-card spots. And then you're talking about... Those guys as guys that can pitch
2: in the postseason. Or maybe you do the whole Tampa Bay Rays thing in the postseason and you got Jordan Hicks in game three for two big innings or whatever, and then you're following him with whatever you need. That's right. Whatever the game calls for based on whether you're facing elimination or not. I think, you know, that's something that, that the Cardinals have previously not, not done. Yeah, right. So I think it's interesting that they're actually looking at it. Been way, way I don't know more if it's gonna work. but you're right. You're right. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't love openers. But it's an, it's an adjustment to an injury. And by the way, if Jack Flaherty's back, it sounds like the news has been reasonably good here lately. Right. Um, so if Jack Flaherty's back in a month, well, then we're not even having this conversation. Because he's not going to be, Hicks is not going to be an opener in that scenario. You have five starting pitchers. Yep. And if you have Jack Flaherty healthy, and that's a big if because we know what's going on, but if you have him healthy, there's no reason why your rotation can't be one of the better ones in the National League. But that's a big if, you know, I mean, coming off of last year and they took they were re- they're really careful with him in, in the COVID year in 2020. So might be a lot to ask of him, but he's good. So we can ask that. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I, I, he, I think he'd want it that way. Right. I mean, he's, look, when he's healthy, he's an all star. Right. So hopefully we'll get that guy. Joe, thanks for hanging, man. My, no, my pleasure. Absolutely. Appreciate the help on the
2: post game and and helping us out with the audio on Ali and and Wayno and all of that. And of course, you uh, you get to do all this by yourself be on here Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. You How have it? fun with it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That's Joe Pot. I'm Kevin Wheeler, Sports Open Line. Wrapping up for a Thursday night. We'll be back tomorrow with a full show here on KMLX.